It's that time once again. Welcome back to Hit Him in the A-Hole podcast. This is Trevor, joined here with Cole and my father, Mr. OBG. Welcome back, gentlemen, and welcome, Dad. Son. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. So, second consecutive week in a row. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. First, it's been, it's been a while since we had a consecutive week, so. Got a lot to talk about. We got some fun games coming up this week. Yeah, a lot of injuries, a lot of a lot of bye weeks coming up this weekend. You know, like I said, these injuries on those bye weeks really make it really making it a tough week this week. And then you throw COVID in with that, kind of just screws everything up. Just a very, very twenty twenty esque type of week here. Yep. So let's let's talk a little bit about the injuries we've got coming up this week. Like we were talking about here before we started, we, we got some big ones. Your Aaron Jones, Joe Mixon, those are big, you know, probably first or second round picks for a lot of you guys that have them, you know, looking at you, buddy. I know. Believe me, I know. I got Aaron Jones in like three leagues too. I've got a cash cow. Yeah, I so I picked up Joe Mixon first round because I've got Derrick Henry as my keeper. But, you know, honestly, I'm not too worried. Because I've got Ronald Jones there, and even though he's going to be splitting it with Fournette, I still think that Ronald Jones has the upkeep there. Ronald Jones is a freaking tank. I love Ronald Jones. No homo. <laughs> no, but then we start getting into some of the, uh, well, I guess we have like Chris Godwin and some of that, so if you've got Mike Evans, you know, fire him up. I've seen so many people trading Mike Evans lately. What? I received a trade from... I, I want to say it was Braden. Braden wanted to trade me Mike Evans for Ronald Jones and Cole Beasley. They're telling me to eat poo. I got an Al Bundy card I'd, I'd throw in. <laughs> Maybe throw that with your Uncle Rico cards. Christina Applegate was a babe. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> kind of just throwing <laughs> us off here. It was married with children. I was just trying to remember. <laughs> yes. Kathy Siegel. Yes. I'm going to go sell some shoes. He liked his job better than he liked coming home. So. <laughs> thought we were talking about basketball. What the hell happened here? <laughs> yeah, go Celtics. Um, but some of the other injuries we were seeing, uh, Philip Lindsay with the concussion is questionable. Debo Samuel is out, so Ayuk will be a good play this week for that. Um, what about Melvin? Melvin's fine. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think he has a drinking problem, but other than that. Well, yeah, but they kind of just slapped him on the wrist for that. Yeah, I, I think he had something else going on. Did he? I, yeah. I haven't been keeping up with that whole situation. I haven't either. Philip Lindsay looked really good the other night, though. He had nine carries for 79 yards in the first quarter. Yeah. He was going to be my fill-in running back, and he got hurt and that was the end of that but he looked really good coming back from injury to be injured again uh jameson crowder listed as doubtful that doesn't surprise me you know what for a receiver who consistently brings you 15 plus points a game in a ppr league it sucks when he's out so much because he is a hell of a player on a shitty team but see, I think this opens up opportunity for my guy Denzel Mims, who's been to the, 
who's been to the team, off the team, and back to the team again. A uh, lot of lot of opportunity for Denzel Mims, assuming, well, assuming that the Chiefs just come off to a rolling start, which they more than likely will against the Jets. Who, who's the running backs for the? Is it Perrine? P Ryan, yeah. P Ryan. Lamichael P Ryan. Maybe it's Perrine. I don't Perrine, know. I, I don't say, know. I say P Ryan. <laughs> P can. All of the same. Pyrine. <laughs> so, uh, game wise, we've got some. We've got some. We've, we've got some pretty good matchups when it comes to the injuries. Uh, what else we've got? It's pretty. We had what? Julian Edelman was there, right? Yeah, Julian Edelman and uh, Nikhil Harry are both going to be out this week. So, I don't know exactly what that means, but maybe. Maybe that means more for the running backs like Damian Harris. Sony's still out, right? He's, yeah, he's got COVID. And he sucks. So. <laughs> Miles Sanders is out. I almost forgot about Miles Sanders being out. Uh, yeah, ruled out against the Cowboys. Deal. Yeah, we don't have to worry about the Panthers this week. They've already got their ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, Mike Davis was starting for me in a league. No, oh, nice. Rest in peace. Rip. Chances of winning. That was not good. No, but uh, yeah, that seems to be the mo most of them. Devonte Freeman absent from practice. I don't know, kind of exactly what we thought was going to happen whenever he signed with them. Uh, Callaway for the Saints is out, so really no options in New Orleans this week. Traquan Smith. It looks like in Deontay Harris, but uh, fire up Jared Cook. Yeah, and, Jared Cook will be a good play. And with Miles Sanders being out, I think that that the Eagles need to pass. So I think Fulgham, who we may be talking about here in a minute, is another good play. Uh, but something something we wanted to to kind of dive into this week. Uh, it's kind of getting a little stagnant. Felt felt a little weird going through every single game so we're going to kind of go through our biggest surprises of the year by position um you know we're we're going to go from from a standard ppr league setting not anything like standard or anything like that i don't think those are really standard anymore but starting at the quarterback position one that we didn't even have to look at to to talk about here trevor brought him up is Justin Herbert. What a guy. He he came in with, with, him mostly. with guns a-blazing. He is the 15th ranked quarterback, and he's only played in like six games. Is it even six? I, is it, is it, I, I think, thought it was less than that. Well, I think we're in week eight. No, yeah, so he played like, well, I guess he could have started five games. But he's got 1,500 yards, which is around 300 yards per game 12 passing touchdowns that's like two a game i mean that's pretty dang good like i said for 15 15th best being two games down i mean assuming that he would score he's played he's played five touchdowns. games five games okay so assuming that he would play you know have played another two games before this <clears throat> easily be in the top 12 because right now he's only four points from 12 and let's not forget about that performance with jacksonville I mean, he has 135 or 136, let's round up, 
uh, points, the number one has 200. So if you add two good games and he is seriously looking at like five, six. So Justin Herbert, big surprise. Uh, I think Joe Burrow can kind of be thrown into there as well. We we thought that Joe Burrow was going to be good, but, you know. Kind of started off slow, and I think he's kind of getting a little bit more comfortable with that offense. Yeah, he has over 2,000. Especially as a rookie. Yeah, 2,000 passing yards now, which there's only one, two, three, four that I can see, five, Teddy with last night's game and Matt Ryan with last night's game. So he's one of like five quarterbacks with 2,000 yards already on the season. That's pretty impressive. I mean, his team's won like what, one game? Which, not entirely his fault. The defense, one of their best players requested a trade. So I think that probably speaks to the the state of what's going on there. Another one that kind of surprises me right now, Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. He's I mean, even... You know, just looking at what he did, and I'm looking at you, Carolina. Uh, fan. Looking at what he did in Minnesota. Yeah, that was not so. Not yeah, so it wasn't very hot. Coming, coming to Carolina. I was actually really impressed with how he's doing so far. I mean, he's he's definitely a middle of the pack kind of guy. I'm not necessarily one that I would start him over hell even like Derek Carr. But he's done a pretty good job. You know, I don't have the stats right in front of me, but he's, he's got more points than Derek Carr. Does he really? I mean, well, he also played a game this week, so you got to take that into account. But well, that's not bad yet. Right. That's still pretty good. What about yours? You know, I'm pretty, uh, pretty opinionated about this football stuff, and if I was going to play foosball, I'd want, uh, I'd want a good front man, a good safety, a good tackle. And right now, this season, I'm going. I'm going to have to just say that uh, put Joe Namath back in. The man of many wonders and many much swagger panty liners. Didn't he? Uh, didn't he pass? Yeah, yeah. He was a he was a quarterback. No, about no. I mean, didn't he <laughs> pass? No, he's still alive. Oh, okay. He's alive. Yeah, that's that's what I'm, I didn't know. No, I mean, he, he, I probably would have started him, what, 30, 40 years ago, but... He was pretty good, and then Pam... Hell, that was almost 50 years ago. Hey, 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 be nice. <laughs> be nice. We had football. <laughs> it was just with leather helmets. My God, it was. When I was <laughs> and boy, you got your bell rung every time you got hit. Yeah, it was leather helmets. They'd be throwing a fit. Antonio Brown... He'd be throwing fit. Still oh, yeah. Bitching about his helmet. Let me tell you how old that was. That was when lids weren't something that went on a can. Let me tell you, son. That's back when lids didn't go on a can. <laughs> so let's... That's yeah, all right. Let's uh. Let's roll into the running backs. There's actually quite a few on this one. I think the easy one is James Robinson. C. Who? James C. Robinson. C. Like, what, sixth-round pick out of, like, Illinois State? Just like we called it. Just like we wrote it down on paper. One that's disappointed me that we talked up quite a bit. You know who I'm talking about. Zach Moss. Yep. Hey, Zach he did Moss. better than Devin Singletary the other day, so there's hope. I, I, I just, I don't know. We talked so much up on Zach Moss and... 
Didn't really go anywhere with that. Didn't come to fruition there. He was hurt for a couple weeks. Give it time. Give it time. Um, A couple you really have to kind of look at. We thought Ronald Jones would be like a running back too. He's 11th. Yeah. Look at Chase Edmonds. Not even the starting running back on his team. 15th. Ahead of Josh Jacobs. Yeah. F me. Freaking. What else is here? Todd Gurley and Mike Davis are both up here in the top 10, even with last night's game. So. I thought Todd Gurley was not going to be very good. I, I would agree. I think Todd Gurley kind of shoved everyone's face into the ground with that because we all thought he wasn't going to do so well in Atlanta. And Antonio Gibson. That is definite 17. one. We no one would have thought that one. Seventeen. He has almost four hundred rushing yards. It says he's had more carries. I think he's had more carries this year than he had touches his entire college career. I love Antonio Gibson. What a guy. Um, another upset that I I could probably say. I just lost it in my head. Damn it. Yeah, Damn. Go to work with ten fingers, come home with ten fingers. Uh, that almost wasn't true last week. Carry on, Johnson. That's who I'm thinking of. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> that is one that was a disappointment this year so far. Yeah, I wasn't putting a whole lot into that, but that whole, that whole backfield has kind of been a mess. Like, Swift is... You know, really popped a couple weeks. Like, really popped, but most weeks it's just kind of like, whatever. Whatever. Then Miles Gaskin from the Dolphins. That one, that one surprised me, too. Yeah, I've been trying to buy him from everyone. I tried to trade him for Kyle. I tried to give him... I think I tried to give him Antonio Gibson and somebody else. Ooh, I don't know if I'd do that one. I want him that bad. That's what I was willing to do. Don't pull an Anthony here. Okay, okay. That's that's bad. <laughs> Is Mostert still out? Yes. Sorry, Anthony. Out again. Who else uh, did he have? I think he had Devontae Adams. Well, yeah, but uh, he traded him for Mostert and uh, somebody else. Who the hell was it? Freeman. Yeah, that's it. Yucky. Yuck. I don't know if I would have done that one. I would Especially, you know, after the week Devontae Adams had last week. <laughs> you know he had to have been kicking himself with that one. Yeah. Oh, well. That's the way it goes sometimes. It's a double-edged sword. Just the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah. Insert your favorite metaphor here. <laughs> okay, let's talk about some wide receivers who have really, really popped it off this year. Uh, can I can I start off with this one? Oh sure, go for it. Cole Beasley. You can't tell me that the man is a hidden gem because I think he's had double points every week. He's top twenty. Dude. He's right on the fringe. No top. one ever talks about Cole Beasley, but I swear the man Good name. Is well worth the if you if he's in your free agency, you need to pick him up. 
If you're in at least a 12-man league, that is a definite. If you're in a PPR league, I don't care if it's 10-team, pick him up. Yeah. PPR god. He's what we wanted Julian Edelman to be. Another one? Tyler Boyd. Yeah, he's number eight. Yeah. Number eight, wow. Who'd have thought? Definitely the shadow of A.J. Green, but definitely does way better than A.J. Green this year. Oh, dude, wasn't it? Didn't we have Tyler Boyd and Will Fuller and someone else on a on a segment? And yeah. We talked about those. Will Fuller is literally a point, 1.6 points behind Tyler Boyd. Terry McLaurin is right right nuzzled right in between them. I think it actually might have been all three of those guys when I come to think of it. Yeah. That's 8, 9, 10. And they're only behind the next closest person by like three points, which is Adam Thielen, who's garbage. Just kidding. Oh, It's all right. It's okay. Dude, and then there's Justin Jefferson. He's 17th. CeeDee Lamb is 16th. Rookie yeah, we, we thought we thought CD was going to be great this year, and he's kind of proven us right. Yeah, so humble brag. But, you know, when you got Andy Dalton thrown to you. Dude, and some other guys, you know, we talk about uh, about young receivers. T. Higgins, 25. Yeah. Chase Claypool, 26. Like, we got these guys. Some of these young guys, Brandon Ayuk, 33. Fulgham, who... Honestly, didn't even really play until, what, just recently? Yeah. Like, he's in. He's top 40. Uh, oh, Antoine Winfield Jr., the free safety for the Buccaneers, apparently has free safety wide receiver, offensive line, and defensive back eligibility. I will remember that when I play offensive line <laughs> in, in fantasy football. I think he will be an obvious steal. Yeah. <laughs> Dual position eligibility. You know, I was thinking about this. We never took our spicy takes from a couple weeks ago. Oh, what were they? I don't even remember. We'll have to re. We'll have to rewatch it. Oh. We'll we'll, we'll listen they to were, it. They were no, we spook- had a Car- we had a Carolina. I'll say they were spooky. Yeah, they were ghosted Carolina. We'll, uh, River, so that's well, right. uh. We'll listen to it over the break real quick, and we'll see which ones we had. Oh, my. That's going to be awesome. Oh, man. I forgot all about that. It's all right. So, uh, anywho, past receivers. Tight ends. Tight ends. Uh, let me get to Hunter Henry. He's trash. But no, he's, listen. He's not even top don't, 10. I don't give a damn if he's top 10 or not. He's top 11 consistency we, we look for consistency with tight ends and that man is consistent at less than 10 points a game you know what you should do not in less every than 10 points a in, game in your first round you draft travis kelsey and then in your second round you draft george kettle yeah because if you want to fuck everyone else in the damn draft that's you well guess what <laughs> it's working working on it. i was gonna do it again but amax screwed me up <laughs> the song bitch <laughs> It'd been mine if it wasn't for you meddling kids. <laughs> and that damn dog, too. No, but looking at these guys, man, the the Falcons and Carolina having a game yesterday really messes it up. You good? Yeah. Oh, okay. You grab me a, grab me a bush. You want one? Yes, please. Uh, Hayden Hurst is top four. I don't know how many points he scored last night. Let me look real fast. 
Good no, thank you, son. <laughs> he scored ten points last night, so he would he would still be top. Thank you, sir. He'd still be top ten ish. Robert Tunyon. Like it like like I say, just the way we drew it up. Robert Tunyon, just a top ten tight end. And I'm pretty sure he didn't even he's had a bye week and he hasn't played for he didn't play for like two games. Here we go again. I mean maybe it's ballooned because he had like a what, a thirty point game one week? Something like that. Did we mention TJ Hawkinson? TJ Hawkinson is number six. Yeah, that's quietly a really good season. Yeah, I mean, he's doing fairly well. I don't even know who has him in our league, but. he has. This says he has a stiff test against the Colts. <laughs> I guess he'll, uh, he'll find out real quick, huh? Yeah, should start slow. <laughs> Work into it. Spit on it first. Anyways, <laughs> moving past that, um, I mean, uh, we, Logan, who else we got? I think Logan Thomas is kind of a pleasant surprise. Uh, as much as I freaking talked up Thad Moss this year too, the converted quarterback Logan Thomas is 13th in PPR scoring. So that's pretty good. That's higher than Tyler Higby. Kyle's guy, Mike Gusecki, my guy, Noah Font, who's been out, who was out for like two weeks, mind you. Uh, Evan Ingram, Zach Ertz, who is also hurt. Oh, you! it says you have Zach Ertz in this one league. Ouch. Yeah, I do. Ouchie. Uh, I don't know. That's a pretty, that's a pretty good sample that, that he's done better than, so. How's the, uh. Veteran in Las Vegas doing. Number three on the year behind George Kittle. Two point no, 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 no. I'm not talking about Waller Baller. Uh, I'm oh, talking about Jason Witten. That veteran. That veteran. Oh. The World War One veteran, Jason Witten. It's been a minute for old boy. What, are you, are you good there? Oh. Uh-huh. I just had to oh. Yeah, yeah. Hey, he's as respectable. Fifty-six with sixteen points. What over eight weeks? <laughs> That's two That's points two a points game. game. That's not bad. I mean, if you're stuck in a you situation where you absolutely need someone, you want to know what? Still better than whenever he was an announcer on TV. Still better. I'll, I'll give you that one. He was. You know what? I'm surprised Anthony didn't pick him up this year. He was bad. He's still bad. Not good. Okay, but Anthony picked him up every year, just like Golden Tate and Frank Gore. Golden Tate's awesome. Frank Gore is also old. He's like fifth in the all-time leading rushing. I think he's just going to do the... Wait, Frank Gore, that's who they're... Is he still at the Jets? Yeah. Has he done anything? He just kind of... He's kind of there. Yeah, he's just there. Yeah, just exists. Well, I mean, he probably needs a walker to get into the end zone. I mean, if you actually, if you look at pictures from when he was drafted in, like, 1983, <laughs> it, they actually look exactly the same as now. Oh. 
Well, no, it was so he hasn't aged a bit. He's a vampire is what you're telling me. You know, in lieu of our spooky holiday about to come up. I guess. Vampire. Well, I gotta werewolf. keep I gotta keep it relatable. Maybe it's a werewolf. <laughs> we could live a long time. I don't know. That's just racist. What? <laughs> I just <laughs> Speaking of racist, my buddy Roy Bob. My buddy Roy Bob's pretty good uh, hiker. He can hike it for you. Who the hell's Roy Bob? Well, you know, we used to call him Big Richard. But then they found out his name was Little Dick. No. Well, he doesn't have anything uh, hanging in the way to snap the ball to, so. He's he's pretty much clean down there, boy. <laughs> Smooth shaven. No awkward situations there. <laughs> You don't go. You don't go under center and grab the wrong ball. That's why you got a towel there. Anyways, uh, so we've done tight ends. Let's go to. Let's just go straight to full defense, not IDP. <laughs> All right. So we'll. Uh, what are we looking at defense wise? Well, who's been the biggest surprise to you? Uh oh. I was so far down, it showed the Bengals at the top. I was like, what? number one. <laughs> no, they're not. I'll take a little bit. Yeah, take a little bit of that. Yeah, give me some. All right. I I can see it. Tell me when. Where? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just to keep the monotonous <laughs> mute that we had there for a second. Just Cole's eating some crackers with hot sauce on it. Prep, himself? Prepping himself for the Carolina Reaper and Ooh. Ghost Pepper takes he's gonna have to take later dirty shoe yeah. eye shot? no i'm good no the eye shot was the, the finger i was using for the soft sauce the eye. so i'll i'll go ahead and just say that i've been pleasantly happy with chicago's defense yeah they haven't been horrible but they haven't been great yeah but whenever you think of chicago you kind of think of their defense yeah they're not as good as they were several years ago i had chicago's defense for several years and they're like two years ago when they first got Khalil Mack. They were oh yeah, they were nasty. This year, I think it's it's been Baltimore, which we thought they were good, but they lost a lot of pieces, so it was kind of kind of up in the air. Patriots D, um, we we thought they were going to be all right. Yeah, they're tenth, which is fine, but for defenses, you want a little bit more. Uh, Washington, the football team's defense, you know that football team, football team. Uh, they're seventh. So that's pretty, pretty all right. The Chiefs are third. I don't know how. One that we thought was going to be really good was Buffalo. And I'm not going to say, Buffalo's had what, like maybe two good weeks out of the eight? Yeah, but. That's... I mean, I'm not saying that they were, they're amazing, but you're. You're definitely lacking there. I don't know if I would have picked a them up couple early. couple nine-point weeks and a 15-point week. Like, all right, all right, that's all right. Anything else? Like, I thought Chargers were going to be good. 22nd. Uh, yeah, we thought Titans was going to be good, and they're, what, 23rd or 24th? 23rd. Saints, 25th. Texans, 26th. What are you? What are you doing over there? You're betting on the Jets' defense this week, which is awful. Tell them who won the last three games, son. Daddy, show me the money. <sighs> you want your damn three dollars? I'll throw <laughs> it at you. I'm gonna roll it over and go to Vegas. Oh yeah. Yep. 
Parlay. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, do we want to do kickers? Is that? Justin Tucker. Oh, my God. We knew he was going to be the best. Though. No, one that surprised me. Who's the, who's the Dolphins <laughs> kicker? Saunders. Jason Dude. Saunders. I honestly never thought that the Dolphins would have a decent player. <laughs> Are you just saying that they can't score and that's why they're kickers? Well, it is the Dolphins. The last good thing they had was when they were on Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Hey, they had Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams. No one gives a shit about Ricky Williams. I loved Ricky Williams. Ricky Bobby. What? Ricky Bobby. Say Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby, man. Was a NASCAR driver. Well, he could have been. Somebody. <laughs> He's been. all over the sports board tonight. I'm just, just, just helping you out. Just helping you out. <laughs> okay. Never forget Ricky yeah. Bobby. I'll never forget Shake the look on Cole's face when he walked in the back door and saw me sitting here. Well, actually, Trevor was in front of you, so I couldn't oh. see your face. I just saw your hands moving. <laughs> it was almost like a grand reveal whenever I actually yeah. got to see you face to face. Well, you know, it's it's hard being pretty. <laughs> that ain't a lie. Now I would, you, now I you see who know. I get it from. Huh? So now you see who I get it from. Your prettiness? Yeah. Oh. I know I'm a gorgeous man. More but. than I got, so. Yeah, well, yeah, you still Lovely got, looking gentleman. You still got hair. Yeah, yours just moved south yeah. on your face. I used to have hair that long. <laughs> I think I got pictures, don't I? So, anyways, like kicker-wise. I like how you added the moved south <laughs> onto your face stimulation there. Yeah, not down the back. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, son. Yeah. Painting a picture. Like... There's Bob Ross at hanging over here. He's today. right behind you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's ready to attack. <laughs> I had to, I had to move him because the camera in the shop, it kept anytime sunlight bounced off of him, it kept saying that there was a person in the garage. Perfect. 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 Or yeah, aiming at the squirrel. Anyways, police brutality, Bob Ross. All right, so. Does that end us on kickers? We never really said any kickers. We said, what, two? Um, and I like Rodrigo Blankenship. I know, crazy sounding name. The guy wears goggles. But he's had his bye week, and he's number six. And really? he's only number six by 12 points, which, honestly, one week, he's had finishes of seven, 15, 11, 14, 11, 8. Well, are you talking about their points? Week. That's his points, yeah. Damn, that's not bad for a kicker at all. That's like, like, that's better than my tight end. Yeah, if he wouldn't add his bye week, he'd be right up here with some of these other guys. Uh, I think Young Hoo Koo. <laughs> he, le- he leads it right now. But he also hasn't had his... Ooh, excuse me. Hasn't had his bye week yet. And he had a zero burger on the board. That's gross. Randy Bullock, the Bengals kicker. He's had some big weeks. Yeah. Some who's stuff. the who's the Chargers kicker? I saw that he was doing okay, but that Badgley. I think that was after Herbert got in there. Badgley, and he is still scrolling. Twenty <laughs> fifth. Oh really? I picked him up because Justin Tucker had a bye week. Was it last week or the week before? He didn't do too bad. I think he got me eight points. That's not bad though. No, not for a kicker. I mean. That's like a 
running back three type point wise. Yeah, there's forty points on the year. It's fine. That's about five points per week. I mean, for a kicker, you can't complain about that. Yeah, I mean, it's better than negative points. Yeah. I've been seeing people... Believe me, I've lost a game because of a kicker before. <laughs> I've seen people lately, whenever they're up in points, they don't play a defense or they don't play a kicker in the thoughts that they could potentially get negative points. And I saw someone on a, a group that I'm in, they didn't play a kicker, and after all of the games were done, there was a stat correction, and it made them lose by like .8 points. And they're like, if I had played my defense, then I would win my because it was it was a good defense too. I can't even. Sometimes all it takes is that like half of a point that can push you over. That sometimes that is all it takes. Yeah. Luckily, in our in our pit fantasy, we round everything up, so we don't do decimal points on ours. But I think all of our other leagues we do. There was I think it was last year in the SEK. I may have lost. I think I may I lost by like point four five of a point. Which really pissed me off. I can't remember who it was. It may have been against you. Probably was. Somebody. It really, it really pissed me off. Oh, dude. Crazy stuff. One of my IDPs yesterday had a carry. He went in on offense and carried the ball for like almost 30 yards. Okay. If we're going off of crazy here. <laughs> I don't even remember who it was I picked up. I think it was. Oh, remember the tight end I was telling you I picked up? It was just out of nowhere. Chicago, maybe? Graham? No. God, who the hell was it? Anyways, had a rushing touchdown as a tight end. <laughs> How the hell does that work? <laughs> who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I, I was just thinking about crazy. So, All right, we're going to take a really quick break. We'll be right back. Uh, we're going to do our hot takes after the break. And we'll get back with some awesome fantasy takes. Make sure you go follow us on social media, Facebook at Hit Him in the A-Hole Podcast, Twitter with the Twitter handle at Hit Hole, not to be mistaken with Shithole. We'll be right back. It is. Uh, it's spooky time. We, uh, Cole and I, have to do our spooky takes from two weeks ago. And I've got two ghost pepper takes, and you have a ghost pepper and a reaper take. Yeah. And we got to come up with our our hot take for this next week. And we're only going to do one since we're going to be meeting next Friday, and we don't want to destroy our assholes. So. Yeah. Anyways. So. The takes that we made, I think we really just sucked because we both failed both takes. <laughs> so we're taking our own hot takes. Mine is Kyler Murray gets 75 yards rushing against the Jets. He had 57. So I have to eat a ghost for that. Yours was Hunter Henry gets a touchdown in 50 yards. He had a touchdown in 37 yards. Damn it. So, if you'd have went with the points that I had given you, 
you would have won. It's all right. But, so, there's that one. Mine, I don't know what possessed me, but I say Cam Newton would have more rushing touchdowns than the Broncos would score. Well, the Broncos scored three freaking touchdowns. Or no, they scored 18 points, which is still... Man, maybe I need to go look at that. <laughs> no, you're taking your damn hot take. I need to go look at. I need to go relook at that one for my health sake. No, Cam Newton had one rushing touchdown, and man, what did the Broncos? What was that? Of course, Cole's going to go check it because oh, he doesn't right. want to take it. Well, that is a reaper, and if it's not a reaper for me, my friend, you know, I have that to means fucking a take it. Oh, 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 OBG can take it. Oh, no. They were all kicks. Cam Newton did score more touchdowns than the Broncos because they were all kicks. No, that's okay. I already have it out. I'll take it for the team. I'll take it. I don't care. Whew. I didn't know that. Man. If you want to give it to me, I'll take it. Go. No. Go. I'll trade you. I'll, I'll give you two. Ghost Pepper, if you want to take... It, I'll take the Ghost Pepper and Carolina. Ooh. I'll do it. If you want to switch it now, I will make that okay. Uh, I'll just... I'll eat the Reaper. Okay. It's my own It's my own fault. I should have done the research a little bit better. So That's fine. That's all right. But let it be known that <laughs> I am... Just give me the damn Trevor's cracker. I'll take it. I don't care. It's I'll okay. suffer. That's all right. I'm drunk enough. I can do this. <laughs> and Trevor's last take was that Derrick Henry have 80 rushing yards and a touchdown. He had like 57 in a touchdown. Yeah. It was close. So, your ghosts. My ghost and a reaper. I'm gonna start. Right. I'm gonna start with the ghost first because it looks and smells like crap. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Like the show. Eyeballs are popping out of their heads. <laughs> one down. I'm like, come on, Phil. Oh. Oh. Uh-oh. Call the plumber. Cheers on the next one. Hurry. Cheers. Call the plumber. Oh. Oh, this is the super plumber. Cheers. Certifiable. Oh, God. Oh. That's not even good. Oh. I know you. Oh. All right, oh. so. You know Kurt Cobain died, you know. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? Oh. It was on hot sauce. No, it wasn't. It was a gunshot. <laughs> supposedly. Yeah, supposedly. There you go. Yeah, Courtney Love did it. That's not oh. supposedly. That's true. <laughs> Whoo! That made me sweat just watching that one. It, it didn't go fast enough, so it coated my whole mouth. I know, me too. Alright, so. Cole, what's your hot take for this next week? Oh. <laughs> That I will not take any more shots next week. <clears throat> oh. Let me see the slate here real quick. You good? <laughs> oh. 
It's in my throat. Those things uh, definitely uh, have gotten worse, I feel like, since we... I've left them out here. Oh. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh. oh, beer makes it better. Do beer. Oh, I am. Water Joe makes it Burrow worse. has over 350 passing yards. What? And three touchdowns. All right, hold on, hold on. Who are the Bengals playing? The Titans, 5-1. 5-1. Oh, God damn. <laughs> uh, I'll make that a ghost. Oh, fuck you. Hit <laughs> <laughs> no running backs. I'll say a ghost. He's got a running back. Giovanni's there. I don't care. Yeah, fine, whatever, ghost. <laughs> It's hot. <laughs> oh, my <God>. oh my god. So you're okay with that being a ghost? As long as it ain't a reaper. What's wrong with the reaper? I can't feel my throat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Woo. Those were big. I hate myself for letting that happen. I should have gave it to you. <laughs> I offered. I don't want to hear it. I wouldn't have done what I'd done if I wouldn't have been high. <laughs> oh. Oh, I think a pepper was in my tooth. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Oh. You good? No. <laughs> oh my god. This is rough. This is rough. Oh. Hell, I tune into this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and Cole just got up to you get another drink. Yeah. Well, hell yeah, you get ready to meet that reaper. Holy shit. All right. I'm going to say Derek Carr gets 300 passing yards and at least two touchdowns. Passing, not rushing. He's playing Cleveland. Oh. Um, how much you say? 300 passing, two passing touchdowns. I said 350 and three touchdowns. Okay, I'll do that. You want me to go for a Carolina? Is that it? No, just copycat. Okay, I'll do 350, three touchdowns. Derek Carr against Cleveland. For a ghost. I'll do a ghost on that one. Well, that's what mine was. Sure, let's do it. Battle of the quarterbacks. Fine. Ghosts. There went my wallet. Spooky. Ooh. Hey, ain't enough money in there to steal anyways. 
Ooh, you heard it here first. It sounds like you I've good been running there? a marathon, but I'm just trying to get some airflow in here. You gotta be a hell of a bilge working up. Ooh, some ventilation. Ooh, do we want to do some top threes or something? I'm okay with the top three. If we do top threes, we gotta do music. Okay. Oh damn! I gotta get another beer. Hold on. What? Uh, what about music? Whatever the fuck now you want. I don't care. Now we're talking. You pick top three. Top three of your favorite somethings. What should it be? Top three of your favorite Motown sixties and seventies. I don't know about that one. Okay. Okay. I uh, can moderate. We can do top three albums. Top three Led Zeppelin songs of all time. No stairway heaven allowed. Do you know enough Led Zeppelin to do that? I really only know a couple songs. Okay, hold on. Uh, uh, let me think. Top three Beastie Boys songs. <laughs> I don't know any Beastie Boys. God, I'm running out. Uh, I'm jumping around. Damn it, I'm getting drunk because I'm trying to cool my mouth. Uh, uh, the note after A on a keyboard. <laughs> I know how to... Play a recorder. Okay, the note after A on a recorder. B. A. B. No, no, A sharp. Yeah, that's cool by me. Top three albums. Of what decade? Any. <laughs> All time. All time. Uh, let it be by the Beatles. You guys gotta explain. Explain your first. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? Yeah. Explain. Yeah, what? Why? Why? Why you Holy like crap. Well, oh, my mouth is on fire. It was, it was the Beatles. And if you remember the 60s, you weren't there. It was their last album they did before they broke up. Abbey Road. Iconic. Okay. What about you, blues man? Let Cole go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to catch up on cooling my mouth. All on. right, cool. Looks like it's on you. Okay, so mine's a little bit newer. I think I may have said I liked some songs off this before, but I like to base mine off of whatever I could put in my ears when I'm mowing and jam to. Which, whenever I was younger, now Frank Ocean is a little different to people now. But when he first came out, he was a different sounding kind of guy. A lot of a lot of different kind of sounds, which I liked as a kid. I didn't understand any of the undertones behind any of his music. The drugs and sex and all that other stuff, but, yeah, Pure rock and roll. Yeah. Well, that one, that one's like, I don't even know what he is. It's like pop something, R&B. It's kind of weird. It's, it's weird. But I like it. Channel Orange, Frank Ocean. About you. Alright, since you decided to say that I was a blues fan, my top one of my top favorite albums is a live album from nineteen seventy four. It was recorded in seventy four, released in eighty two. It was Drinkin' TNT and Smokin' Dynamite by Junior Wells and Buddy Guy. Hands down one of the best live performances I've ever seen and heard because i have video of it as well uh 
The Hoodoo Man Blues is by far one of the best songs on that entire album. And the iconic Messing with the Kid version that they played on that song on that album was also by far one of the best that I've heard. Besides what good old OBG plays live. I didn't pay him to say that. Junior Wells was, was by far the best harmonica player that Muddy Waters could have found at the time. Sonny Boy Williamson came up afterwards, kicked his ass. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, son. <coughs> Hate to hear yet. Oh, I had a pepper stuck in my tooth. <laughs> ah, yes, I know the feeling all too well. Oh, pepper in the tooth trick, yes. Okay, I'm going to go for the second one real quick. It's a real snapper here. The Romantics. Only album they had. Nobody's heard of them? I have not. Okay. Yep. My Sharona. Mm. That song. Oh, of course. My you. Bologna. I, th- I have heard yeah. that one. It, the rest of it freaks out. <laughs> okay, I'm passing on that one. Cool. All right. So, I think my next one. Now, a guy that can play a little bit of guitar, but not necessarily his thing, but John Mayer, which... He, I've he, heard him shred before. He can do it. He can. Uh, I I like his Heartbreak Warfare album because once again I I go back to the times whenever I was a kid in like high school, very angsty, and I go back to that album now. Who cares? I can't. Who who says I can't get stoned? Who says you can't do all this stuff? There's a song for everyone on that album, whether you're feeling down, whether you're feeling lonely, whether you're feeling like you want to be with your friends. There's a little something for everybody, so go give it a listen. Heartbreak Warfare, John Mayer. Good call. All right, sticking with the blues train because that's honestly one of my favorite genres of music. Is an oldie. Popularized by Cream. It was recorded in 1960. Written by Willie Dixon. Recorded by Howlin' Wolf is one of my favorite songs, Spoonful. And honestly, it was <laughs> back then it was just released as its own album. But I, I think that is by far one of my favorites there. So going a little old on that one, but I can listen to that song constantly. That was a good old one there, son. My final pick. One that I'm sure you youngsters have never heard of. I sure like Fred Durst. <laughs> I sure like that new man, that Limp Biscuit bunch. You ever heard of them guys? Oh, yeah. They were in Woodstock. Didn't they burn Woodstock down or something? Something about the Nookie, I think. The who? Did it all for the Nookie. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> that Green Day, wasn't it? <laughs> that was Dookie. Dookie, okay. All right, Cole, take us home. Take us out. Okay. A new one to my my top top albums. It's rap. I know I know people in the garage maybe aren't so into that, but they may have heard of the guy named Two Chains. Maybe. I've heard Two Chains. It's got an album called Pretty Girls Like Trap Music. And I honestly what what really got it for me it, it used to just be, you know, rap music was like party music. You'd do stupid shit, too, all the time. But 
as I got older, I started actually listening to it. And some of these people actually are telling a story. Like, he literally tells you how he was selling drugs on the street whenever he was younger. And how it was a struggle. Like, sometimes you can just feel their passion. Like, I, whenever I started looking at it as a form of storytelling, as just opposed to this entertainment... Like, it just really changed my perspective. And that album, it, you know, really listening to 2 Chains on some of them songs, like, you can really feel the struggle. I mean, there's there's the party popping songs, whatever, on there. But there's some where like, you can feel it. All right, I guess I'll finish this off. My, one of my all-time favorite albums, and those that know me know that my, one of my favorite bands is Clutch. And one of my favorite albums by them is an album they released in 2009. It was an album that was nothing but just random songs they they had recorded through the mid-90s and late-90s and early 2000s that they just never released, and they decided to release. Uh, it was mainly songs that they played, li or they played live rather than actually putting them on albums. Uh, but it is Slow Hold of China, and it has some of the best songs i've heard by clutch and those would be like organ uh, which if we're going off the storytelling clutch is a great storytelling band every one of their songs has something to do with greek mythology or something that has to do with history and organ talks about the organ trail and some of the difficulties that go with that and then they also talk or one of the songs on there is willie nelson where they actually got to sit down and smoke a little of the uh, devil's lettuce with Willie Nelson so <laughs> so anyways I that's hands down one of my favorite albums I could sit there and listen to that day in and day out so since this is the last you're going to hear from me and they turned my microphone off I've got to uh, applaud Cole because he's right and the blues in the early teens was a black man with a wagon and a guitar driving the plantation people out to the plantation. None of them could read or write, but he would play what's going on down the mile section on a guitar. And so it was like a newspaper to them because they didn't know how to read or write and the plantation people didn't want them have no education. So B.B. King, that's how he became famous, going from plantation to plantation, telling them what old man Brown's doing down there. And so he was right, completely right. Music has been a storytelling thing, or it's not music. Well said. Cool. Drop the mic. Drop. There it is. <laughs> all right, well, that's all the time we've got this week for Hit Him in the A-Hole podcast. We hope you join us next week. Make sure you follow us on all of our social media sites, and we will see you next week. And just remember... If you're not screwing it in, you're screwing it up. We'll see you again next week. Adios.